I'm so excited. This is going to be a panelist, a panel style uh, conversation. We're going to talk about your worth it. And I'm so excited because of the people that's actually going to be sharing. So um, we're going to go ahead and give it up for Miss Holly Sexton. Before she comes up, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. Holly is co-founder uh, with Megan Stiff of Boss Lady Coaching. Who is following that page on social media? Thank you. They are, okay, and if you're not, please do. Thank yes. you. These two women have single-handedly figured out a way to encourage women entrepreneurs, women who are doing it in our county. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to teach y'all. Y'all don't know when to clap. That's, 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 we don't need that. Because one thing about it is, and I'm, I'm, I'm an advocate for this, I like women who are doing it. I don't want the talk abouters, I want the executors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when, you've got, when you're around executors, you can't help but push yourself further. Because you, I believe that you are a, a constant um, look-alike about what you hang with. Mm -hmm. So you will become like the five people you hang with. If you come, you hang around five complainers, guess who's complaining? That's right. <laughs> if you're complaining about, or if you're talking about who's not doing what, and I can't believe the president did, but guess what you're going to be about? Yeah. But if you're in a room and you're surrounded by people who genuinely care about you, they're holding you accountable. And it, as, as we're growing and as we're getting older, it's time to be around people who are holding you accountable. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we've had girlfriends, we've done all that, but I'm, I'm very proud of my circle. I'm very particular about my circle yes. because it's mine. That's right. And I have every right to be territorial about my circle. Yes. So everybody's not in my circle, so don't confuse Facebook. Facebook is just that, it's Facebook. Uh -huh. That's right. But my circle is my circle. Yes. And my circle holds me accountable. There you go. I have some wonderful people that I'm around and I get to hang out with Megan Sith and Holly Sexton on a regular, but the beautiful thing is when we're together, we're just like, everybody has an idea. It's like, everybody like has that. An idea. Everybody has an idea. And um, one thing I do want to commend uh, Megan and Holly for is they actually have a program. Uh, she started it. They brought that to Hardin County. And it motivates seventh graders all over Hardin County to come. Seventh grade girls. Fabulous. They held it twice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at the PAC Center, and it's encouraging entrepreneurship in, in areas of STEM yeah. and countless others. Yes. That's another clap moment. We are all very well when it comes to talking about what the school needs, but when you have people that's executing something that the school could use, that's right. That's something to be said. Yes. Uh, I'm a firm believer that women are, we're here to create life, and that's exactly what these two ladies do. Holly is going to come to us and, and talk to us a little bit about um, your, knowing your worth, and um, she's going to come to you from two different angles, because she's now an authoress. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a royal welcome to uh, Miss Holly Sexton, uh, Quixie's own, that's in the house. Can we give her some Thank love? I appreciate that. And one of the things that Quixie allows me to do is uh, to give me a platform, just like Tanya has created this platform with her mom and all of you here today, uh, to talk about our stories and to share information. Katina and I have been messaging each other for about a year. And I'll walk in the room and here she is today. So it was really amazing to meet her. And I was like, oh, by the way, we need to do this and we need to do this and we need to do this and we need to do this. And then it escalated. So it was no accident that she was here today and that Tanya asked me to be here today. 
today for us to do it. So, and I've been watching you. I've been watching what you're doing. I'm like, what is she up to now? And I'm really thankful to be here today. So, and one thing Katina touched on that I really liked is um, women don't have to be likable to be loved. And (laughs) I don't know about you. I have days where I'm really not likable or congenial or whatever society tells me I'm supposed to be. I'm still worthy of love. Um, It's taken me a long time to get there. So, but, and, and I have not yet arrived. But one thing that I did that Megan encouraged me to do is not to author so much, but as to be brave. She even got me a bracelet. I'm wearing my Be Brave bracelet today. And I've been wanting to tell a story about my sister and how she impacted my life. And my sister was born with a, a disease, a genetic disease. And I, I've had this story inside of me. Do you have a story inside of you? Like everybody here has this story inside of you. Like if somebody were to meet you and you could just really be yourself, the story that you would tell. So I sat down and wrote it out and it's in Women of Courage, which just came out last week. And 15 other women in our area also told their stories. And while I was doing that process, along with it being cathartic and telling my story, I was like, will people like it? Will they want to read it? Well, will my sister disagree with what I wrote in here? Will she, will she fact check it? Will it be okay? And then I realized it was my story. I was the only one that could tell it. And it didn't matter if anybody wanted to buy it. It didn't matter if anybody wanted to read it. What mattered is that I told my story. And everybody here has their own truth. Everybody here has their own story. And I hope that you'll take the time, whether you ever put it in print or not, to find that person that you can connect with to tell your story. So thank you for the opportunity to be here today. And we're going to do something a little different because I've always wanted to be a game show host. I don't know if you guys remember uh, Double Dare. I kind of get to do that on Quixie when we do the impossible question every morning. But um, I want to be Mark Summers, so I wish we had a giant nose to pick or like some slime or something, but that's okay. <laughs> and, and there's lots, every woman in here is a woman of courage. So there, yes, that's an applause moment. <laughs> and so it's not that I'm special, it's just that my story is in this book and that's why it's special to me and i was having some coffee this morning and i'm reading through each one of the stories each of the stories about is about 10 pages long so it's not a big commitment for you to read and they're all stories the first story is from a woman who um, came here from her with her family she was in the military and uh, she ended up on fort knox i've never met this woman but now i know her story and it greatly impacted me so i'm thankful for all the women who were brave and wrote down their stories so anyway it's panel time Tanya, if you're ready, and we also have Jasanta here, who looks uh, incredible. So, pleasure she's here. Um, my partner and friend Megan Stith is here, and my friend Krista is here. And uh, we're all going to sit down and chat about some things. I'm going to ask some tough questions, okay? So there'll be no sliming. Okay. There's no wrong or right answer. So come on over to my chair. Huh? No, I think this is good. Okay. Yeah. We'll just uh, pop up and down. All right. Oh, yeah. Thank you. All right. So while I was writing this story and all the things that went through my head, I thought about all of the things that I had to overcome just to write the stinking story. It wasn't about the proofreading. It wasn't about all of those things which are important, but it was about all those outliers, all those things that I had inside myself that I was worried about that other people would think of me for telling my story, which, come on, nobody cares as much as you do. I mean, really, 
<laughs> there will be people that criticize you, but really when you look at it, nobody cares that I have 10,000 tons of hairspray and I could go up in flames right oh, now, yeah. but me. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so these are these are some of the questions that I struggled with. So I have these awesome girlfriends that when I have a problem or I have a question or I have some low-level grumbling to do that I'm not going to put on social media or throw out there on Facebook that I don't like how so-and-so did something, mm -hmm. I low-level grumble to my friends. And I also say, hey, what did you do in this situation? And that's what the Boss Lady Network is all about, too, is creating those partnerships, just mm -hmm. like you're talking about, those meaningful partnerships. Because I don't know about you, I don't have time for partnerships or friendships in my life that are not meaningful anymore. I just don't. I don't. So thank you for sitting down in the hot yes. seat and uh, we're going to play something. It's like in the round. Mm -hmm. Musicians do it. So we're going to do it with questions today. And one of the questions that I asked myself when I was writing was, have you ever done something afraid? Yes. <laughs> and if so, what did you do and how did it turn out with being afraid? Oh my goodness. 2016, I put my hat in the ring to run for office and I didn't make a decision. The cutoff was January 30th. And I was talk. We started talking through it January 29th. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I because I didn't think I was like politics is not for me. And so January 30th came, and I had to do it by 4:30. Was it 4:30? Mm -hmm. It was 4:26 when I got to no, the play. It was 4:04. I had to be done by 4 o'clock. Yeah, and I was the last one because mom had to round up two people to go in, and I was. I'm like, oh my god, I'm doing this like totally fearful because I was not ready. I I hadn't had time to process what all was getting ready to happen. And from there at by 4:10 I did my first Facebook live video. I've never I had never did Facebook live in my life. I didn't know what to do, but I was like, okay, I'm doing it now. And the, there's a reason behind me doing that one scared because if I had time to ponder it, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I wouldn't have. That was totally unfamiliar territory, so um, for this one I was totally in fear, but it was because it was unfamiliar, I didn't know how to respond. <laughs> And I'll, I just encourage you, if you're doing something that you think is unfamiliar, don't think it's not for you to do just because it's unfamiliar. You know, I, I prayed, I, I had like literally a couple hours to pray, kind of get, you know, and all that other stuff, but it, it was unfamiliar territories. And I, and I did that scared. And actually I'm doing this one scared still. I love it. Still, uh, still. every day's a new day. Yes, it is. And, and I love what you said about that. It's true. Just because you've never done something before, it doesn't mean you're not qualified. That's right. mm -hmm. And we'll talk about being unqualified in a few minutes. And we talk about that a lot on the Boss Lady Coaching Podcast. But again, just because you have never done it before doesn't mean that you're not going to nail it. Or be okay with sucking at it for a little while until you figure it out. You know, I'm not saying that. <laughs> no. I'm talking about me because I, now when I read this chapter in the book, I'm like, oh, I should have mentioned this or I wish I had said that or that kind of thing. You know what? Next time, next story I write is going to be better. And the next story is going to empower someone else. And the next story. And now I did it scared and I'm so glad. And I'm so glad that you're serving and you're doing it scared because it's scary sometimes it up there. I've heard those meetings oh, yeah. and they get kind of scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, before you're out of the hot seat, is there anything else that you'd like to share along those lines about your experience? Don't be afraid to shake the waves. You know, I, I think a lot of times people think that women were supposed to be just um, 
we they minimize the roles of women mm -hmm. even when it comes to professions when it comes to anything they sometimes people inadvertently and we, we as women do it too well you don't really need to do that well it's because maybe you haven't done it and if someone says they're going to do something that's unfamiliar to you don't give them reasons why they shouldn't do it oh right. yeah yeah because I say often you'll know a person's real views on pro-life when it comes to how many mental abortions do you commit Mm. with other people yeah. so you really know like if someone says well you can't do that I tried that before that didn't work right. okay that may it may not have been your calling right. but it's my destiny why well, I can't do it That's right. so if someone tells you what you can't do ask them why shouldn't I why shouldn't I yeah, all right so that's that's the biggest thank thing. you very much <laughs> give her a hand of applause thank you and that's a pro tip too. I've stopped telling people I'm going to do things. Yes. When I do things and like it's the launch date is happening, I'm like, hey, here's the thing we're doing. Here it is, come join us. Because there will be those people every single time. And there will be people that say, well, you don't tell me anything anymore. And I'm like, cause you always tell me no. Yeah, or you always tell me that I can't do it. Or you tell me every single obstacle that I'm going to face trying to do said thing. So why would I tell you my dreams? Why would I let you in to see inside my heart, to see the plan that I have and what I want to accomplish to help other people when you're just going to go, no, that's not going to work. Sorry, you don't have, you can't get down in on my dreams. Sorry. Thank you, Tanya. I appreciate it. Um, next up is Krista. She's very brave. I asked her last night. <laughs> And if you think it's easy being up here, try it. <laughs> so yeah, thank you last minute. I really appreciate it. Um, this is another thing that came up when I was writing. Um, Krista, have you ever allowed someone to make you feel unworthy? If so, what was the offense or the offense and how do you handle situations where other people try to put you down or make you feel unworthy? Well, I kind of put a different twist on my answer here because okay. I thought about it a lot. So I, I think we can all identify with interacting with people in your life, whether it's loved ones, whether it's uh, superior in, in, in a work situation where um, things that they say or do can easily make you feel unworthy of where you stand. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that the person who most often commits that offense is myself. Um, that internal dialogue that you have going on. Um, I don't need somebody to tell me I'm not good enough. I do it enough on my own. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that, and that runs the gamut. Just fill in the blank. What is that thing that you just don't feel like you're good enough to do? Um, so the way I combat that or you know, how, how I overcome that now is, so the past year has brought a lot of changes in my life. Um, through work, um, through family and relationships, um, a lot of lot of tough pills to swallow and, and challenges. Um, but what I rely on, and so I really love the Boss Lady <laughs> Network because I do follow that, um, just for that little bit of inspiration each day. Maybe it doesn't always fit, but um, there was one this week that said, "Your problem isn't what other people think of you; it's what you think of you." Mm -hmm. And, you know, just I feel myself like kind of on the edge of tears because it is a daily exercise in telling myself that I can do this, whatever that is. Yeah. 
Um, you can do this. I can do you're, this. You're doing it, like right now. <laughs> you can do this. Yeah, for sure. I can do this. Uh, and, you know, I just, I just don't think it happens like, uh, I don't want to be Pollyanna about it. And Oh, yeah, no, things are great. I can do anything. No, you're always going to have that internal battle of, am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Can I do this? Yes, one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. So. Is that helpful? It is. Thank you for sharing. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Next up is Jasanta. She also agreed last minute, so I really appreciate her stepping up. And this is a lady I've been watching for a while. We've known each other professionally for a long time. But um, there's another side that she's decided to show the world, and I'm very excited about that. So... <laughs> And that's the thing, too, by internalizing all of that and being afraid and not doing something, somebody is waiting for you to do that, and and they may be missing out on something, and you may not be giving what needs to be given. We all have, um, let's say we all have this, we have a gift, and, and it is our responsibility I'll just say that if you have a gift, it is your responsibility to do something yes. with it. So, um, Jacinta, same question. Have you ever allowed, and I say allow, um, it is internal. We allow uh, things to come into us. So, have you ever allowed someone to make you feel unworthy? So, the thing that she's talking about, and it um, was the most recent thing. And oh, I, I saw that and I was like, oh, I know exactly, exactly yeah, like, what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, like so. fire just shot out of my head. I was so, yeah, I was So hot. I knew where you were going, so I'm going to share. Um, recently, I am 42, obviously full figure. Perfect <laughs> figure. Well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. what yeah. And um, I'm going through something as well, and one of the things I've always wanted to do, I've, I've wanted to do modeling. And I've recently started um, doing that. I'm with an agency. And when I I made the decision to do it, um, like you said, I told no one. I knew there would be people that would talk me out of it, that would say that's not for you, that would criticize. And I told my mom and I told one other person. And I spoke to the agency and I had so many wins out the gate. And I mean, the first audition that I went to, the first um, go see that I went to, even like photographers, I mean, just there was so many positive things about wanting to do it and just affirming that I should do it. You know, even if I never make a dime, right? Mm -hmm. I just wanted to do it and I'm having fun doing it. And just the confidence and, and so, I've been doing it for probably about two months. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't shared it even with some of my closest friends. Well, then I did. And here it comes. <laughs> yeah. So I learned in a conversation with one of my best friends that my pictures were being shared and um, picked apart. And um, I, it broke me. Yeah, it does. Because um, I wasn't expecting it. And then. Um, to learn that it's happening here. And I ain't making no money. But just from somebody that's supposed to be lifting you, right. even yes. if they are not yes. the one doing the tearing, yes. but they're yes. a part of it, right? Mm-hmm. So I took the moment just for a second, but then I'm like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
this ain't even what this is about, okay? So I, for a second, I, I took the moment, but then I realized I've never done this before. Right. Okay? And I'm going to be better. Exactly. So I took the moment to say thank you for showing me where I need to grow. And that's exactly what she said. She yes. was like, take more yes. and screenshot this one too and right. share it with your friends. <laughs> so, so I'm going to get better. Um, my favorite saying, and this is something before I even made the decision, I have a picture and it's just a black uh, frame and it says, be your own kind of beautiful. Yes. Yes. And so beauty comes in any shape in any size and it starts yes. in here it's yes. not even what you put out here I can put on makeup I can take all his hair off but when I open my mouth yes what do you hear what do you feel how did you leave when I how did I leave you after I came you came out of my presence yes that's what really matters and so that that is what the worth really is right yeah, absolutely so yes. that's what I want to her to know from my post and anybody else that's sharing. I don't care what you do in my picture. Mm -hmm. Meet me. Mm -hmm. yeah. so. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Oh. Thank you so much. That makes me so happy. And I also hope that it opened doors for fashion for ladies that are 12, size 12 and above. Just saying. Um, and don't get me started on sizing, all right? I, I could write yeah. all kinds of stuff about that. Yeah. Uh, next up is my business partner, Megan Stitz. So Megan, <laughs> and Megan went through a professional coaching program because Megan just can't stop doing stuff. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <That's pretty> true. <laughs> it is true. But she started Boss Lady Coaching and I saw what she was doing. I was watching her and watching what she was doing, not talking about what she was making happen. And I came to her and I said, hey, what do you think about talking to women? We have so many incredible women in our community and share, giving tips and tools and sharing resources through this podcast. And she said, okay, let's do it. So, <laughs> I have no idea what to do with the podcast, but sure, why not? So we, we did it afraid. Um, have you ever felt unqualified, Megan? And if so, what did you do with feeling unqualified? So um, I love this question because, and I'll just be very honest, I feel unqualified all the time. Um, I feel unqualified to be giving you all advice because I'm looking in the room and seeing They're such smart, amazing women. Beautiful. I'm like, I want to yeah. hear all of the stories from each of you. But I guess I've just developed a habit of training myself to seek out those types of projects where I'm the most unqualified person in the room <laughs> because that's where I found the most exciting things happen. It's when you're working on projects where there's not a clear roadmap or there's not a clear expert. If somebody doesn't own that solution, then why shouldn't I be able to be part of it too? Why shouldn't I be able to be part of that process? And I can bring what I have to the table and not talking myself out of taking that leap of faith. Like when you, and I love the podcast story because like I wasn't planning to ever like be on a podcast or to much less help host one. Um, and I think if you give yourself too much time, like talking yourself out of saying yes and recognizing that the, when I feel unqualified, that's the exact type of work I should be doing. So to recognize that feeling of, oh gosh, what are people gonna think? What do I really have to contribute? To turn down the volume on those internal conversations 
and say, that's the exact type of thing I should be doing because it scares me. (laughs) And it doesn't mean I have to be perfect, but you can do it scared. And that those are the type of experiences where you're going to grow. And in my opinion, growth is the point. Mm -hmm. It's not to be an an expert. And sometimes we look at people and we think, oh gosh, they've got it all figured out. They're the experts. But we haven't seen how hard they've had to work to get there. We haven't seen the doubts that they've had. And we haven't seen all of the the grinding behind the scenes. We've just seen them as being successful or being an authority and recognizing that we're all figuring it out as we go. (laughs) And if we're looking at somebody and saying, they've got it figured out and I don't and I can't be as qualified as them, that's just not true. And you have to train your brain to turn down that volume and say, yes, I'm scared, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. And the world needs you and your ideas. And I'm just a big proponent of the more you do afraid, the more opportunities you have to be at different tables where you can make an impact. And the confidence of putting myself in these situations and realizing I did it. I might not have done it perfect, but I did it. (laughs) It's going to make me better for the next time. Um, I've just recognized that I don't have to wait for an invitation to be at the table. I'm bringing my folding chair. I'm bringing my chair. (laughs) I put it down. (laughs) If you don't wait, you have a chair. Bring it. Bring that folding chair. Put it at the table, even if no one asked you. In your opinion, even if nobody wanted to hear it. So I, I just uh, appreciate the chance to bring my chair to the party today because <laughs> y'all are making me better for the next time. So uh, that's Thank what it's all Megan. about. Thank you very much. Do I have any more time? Okay. Are we good? All right. Okay. Well, I have to wrap up really quickly. Thank you so much to Jacinta. To Megan, to Krista, to Tanya for being brave and sharing their stories. And I hope everybody. Um, comes away from this inspired and ready to share your story. You'll be surprised. You may be driving home or wherever you're going after here today and all of a sudden something comes to you. That's no accident. You have a story to tell and somebody needs to hear it. So be brave and tell it. Oh, uh, Megan and I are working on, she also has a book. Uh, We are working on doing something at Flywheel Brewing. We got to talk to him about it and figure it out. But uh, we'll announce that on Boss Lady Coaching page. And hopefully, you'll share it on your page as well. Thank you very much. It's called Women of Courage. And uh, hopefully, you'll pick it up. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.